0: brought us to another gathering just just honor the name of the lord just just let him know that you appreciate what he has done in your life amen let's just let's just spend a minute or two even speaking in the language of the spirit Raba baba baba beho shada baba Raba baba baba Hadiya pat be Hassan dale baba shada babaha. Zibala Brahando di Brihoshanda de be 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 zanda de Brahendi di de be 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 he. Zibala Brahando Brihoshanda de be be Zibaba Brahando li de be 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 he. Zambala Brahando lo Zababa Brahendi di Brihoshanda de be 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 de Brihoshanda de be Zambala Brahan Dolo hoshanda de bebehep. Zibaba brahando de Brihoshanda shada Bah Ikala Brahadu Zenda de Brehhand di Brihoshanda Lebrehep. Zibaba Babrahan de Brihoshanda lebe Zibaba Ziba Babrahan de Librihoshandele Bebe Behep Ribababahan de Lebrehendolobroh Shanda de Bebe Behep Zambala Brahando shanda de Bebe Behep Abraham Dolo Braho Shanda Lebrehe, Sanda Lebrehan Dolo Shanda Lebrehe, Rabba Babrahan Dolo Braho Shanda Lebrehe, Ziba Babrahan Dolo Shanda Lebrehe, Rabba Babrahan Dibriho Shanda Lebrehe, Dilibriho Shanda Lebrehe, Zabebebebehand Dibriho Shada Babaha, Zabebebebehand Dibriho Shada Babaha, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, even as we've come to receive your word another time, we ask that let your word build us up. Let your word transform our lives. Let your word, by your word, we move from glory to glory. By your word, our lives are transformed. By your word, our lives are excellent. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 God bless you even as you take your seats. I can see some new faces in our house. Give it up for Pastor and so for Mami. <laughs> Give it up for Mama Fever also. <laughs> and for Nanefa also. <laughs> We've missed all of you. Welcome back. Okay, so we are still in our period of honor yes it's our second month of honor we are still teaching about honor and learning about honor and the lord has given us some things to touch on today as we even see what various areas in life which we can honor the lord and then honor what he has done hallelujah so the word honor we've defined it severally we've seen many definitions of it but For the purposes of revision, I'll touch on some of the definitions of honor, what it means to honor. Yes, or if you hear honor, if you hear us talking about honor, what are we talking about? One of it is to revere. Yes, to revere. So to honor means to revere revere somebody or to revere something or to revere. Yeah. It also means to uphold. Yes. Honor also means to uphold. So any anyone that you honor or anything that you honor, you uphold it. So you don't you don't take it mere, you don't take it lightly at all. Another definition of honor is also to hold in high esteem. Yes. Yes. So if you honor somebody or you honor something or you honor God, you you hold you hold God in high esteem. Or you hold you hold that thing in high esteem. So it's not it's not a common thing. Yes. I mean, anything that you hold in high esteem, you don't just treat it anyhow. Yeah. You will not take something that is held in high esteem and just treat it any which way. Yeah. So another word is also to hold in high respect. Yes. So if you honor somebody, you hold that person in very high respect. Yeah. So that person is is worthy of your respect. The person is worthy of giving, giving respect to the person. Yeah. So another definition for honor is prestige. Yeah. So anyone that is honorable is somebody who is prestigious. Yeah. You are you are you are somebody of high prestige. Yeah. Another word is also renown. Yeah. Renown. So if you hold if you hold something in honor, you you give it that level of renown. Now the one that even amazed me is the to honor something is also to do what is right concerning that thing. Yes. So if you honor something or if you honor somebody, you do what is right concerning that person. Hallelujah. Yeah. So today we are going to touch on three different areas of honor. Yeah. All these words, however you choose to. I mean, however you choose to see honor, we are going to touch on it from three different areas. We'll continue on next week. We've touched a lot on honoring our man of God. We've touched a lot on honor in general but today we'll touch on three different areas and then next week we touch more on honoring our man of god and then we see what the lord has for us hallelujah so one of the things we one of the one of the should i use the word things or one of the what we must honor is the presence of god yes because the presence of god is not a thing so i was struggling to look for what what word to use for it but One of the areas God wants us to honor is his presence. Yes. Many of us, we don't realize that we are carrying the presence of God. We don't realize that the presence of God is with us at all times. So we'll see a lot of scriptures and then we'll we'll take it out from there. So let's go to Exodus 3 verse 4 to 6. Exodus 3 verse 4 to 6. Okay, yeah. So he said, When the Lord saw that he turned away from the flock to look, God called him, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. Then God said, Do not come near, rather take your sandals off your feet out of respect or out of honor, because the place which you are standing is a holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Hallelujah. So in the, old, in the olden times, the presence of God was limited to a particular place. And I'm, I'm talking about some of the wrong ways by which we can honor God. So one of the wrong ways by which we can honor God is to limit the presence of God to a particular place. Yeah, There are some people in their minds and in their hearts, they are like, oh, on Sunday dear, that is my holy day. When I come to church, I'll be pious. I'll be, I'll be of high, high holiness because the presence of God is found there. But any other day, I remember that that advert that, was on, that, that used to play some time back. The guy was wanted to fight with his landlord. He said, <laughs> wait, you let's go to church and come back and we'll come and continue with <laughs> the fight. Yes, but no, that's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. God wants us to know that gone are the times when the presence was at a particular place alone. But now we are carrying the presence of God all the time. And he wants us to walk having that kind of honor towards his presence. So wherever you go, walk knowing that the Lord, the Lord is with you. And so, what you wouldn't do in the house of God, in the same vein, you shouldn't do it on a Wednesday, which is far from Sunday, or even on a Friday. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God wants us to understand that His 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 presence with us, or we should not honor His presence only as a as a place or as a particular day. Yes. So some people are very they are very very conscious. Oh, they honor the Sabbath and they keep it holy. But every other day, dear, it is for their own selves. Hallelujah. So the presence of God is not only at a particular place, but the presence of God is with us everywhere. And God wants us to walk having that consciousness that, yeah, we carry the presence of God. Hallelujah. So another way by which you can dishonor God's presence is to think that you are capable of excelling on your own. Yeah, the same Exodus chapter 19, verse 8. Then when we are done, we'll do Exodus chapter 32, verse 1. So Exodus 19, 8. Yeah. So the people said, All the people answered together and said, We will do everything that the Lord has spoken. And Moses reported the words of the people of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is this is this is one of the mistakes which a lot of people are. Quick to do. They think that, oh, they are able to do all that God has said. But God doesn't want us to fall on our own strength when it comes to Him. He wants us to fall on His strength. And that is a way by which you can honor God. It's dishonor to think that, oh, I am well able to do everything apart from God. But it is the highest level of honor to know that, oh, apart from God, I can do nothing. But with God, I can do everything. Hallelujah. You see, there, there, there are a lot of self-help theories which are propelling the, the teaching that, oh, we are, we are well able, we are well capable, we are, well, we are more than able, but that's not what God wants us to do. You know, it's, as much as it may sound the same, there's a difference between I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I am, I, I am able to do all things. One places a lot of credence on the flesh, but the other places a lot of honor on God who gives our strength. So let's see what happened to these people. Let's go to Exodus 32, verse 1 to 8. These are the people who thought they can do everything. now, Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered together before Aaron and said to him, Come, make us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought up us up from the land of egypt we do not know what has become of him (laughs) so aaron replied to them take off the gold rings that you are that are in the ears of your wives your sons and daughters and bring them to me so all the people took off the gold rings that were in their ears and brought them to aaron And he took the gold from their hands and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into a molten calf. And they said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Now when Aaron saw the molten calf, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. So they got up early in the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. Then the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to play shamefully without moral restraint. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down at once, for your people whom you brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them, they have made themselves a molten calf and have worshiped it and sacrificed to it and said this is your god o israel who brought you up from the land of egypt hallelujah these are the same people who a few chapters ahead they said that oh everything god has said we can do and the first command god gave was that you are to honor him and not create any other god for yourself before he even finished giving all the commands they had already fall- they had already fallen because they wanted to they thought that oh we are we are we are there we can do it without god he has brought these things don't worry we'll, we'll show him that yes we are we are we are capable but god just proved through the scriptures that no that's not the way to go hallelujah you see from this scripture that i mean Aaron, eron too was led to obey or to listen to what the voice of man over the voice of god because god had given a command. And Aaron, due to the pressures of this world, allowed the pressures to lead him in the way which he should go. And that's not what God is expecting from us, or that's not what God wants us to do. God wants us to lean on him at all times and to to take our strength from his presence. And that's the only way by which we can succeed in life. Hallelujah. So we want to see how we can honor the presence of God. Yeah. John 15:26 to 27. How we can honor the presence of God. Yeah. He says, "But when the helper, who is the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener and the standby comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, that is the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father. He will testify and bear witness about me." Hallelujah. But you will testify also, but you will testify also and be my witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Hallelujah. Let's see Matthew 28, 20 also. Matthew 28, verse 20. Yeah. Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you and lo. I am with you always remaining with you perpetually regardless of every circumstance and on every occasion even to the end of the age hallelujah so one of the ways by which we can honor the presence of God is to know that God is with us all the time yeah if if you if you don't have this mindset you are not honoring God To think that, oh, God is reserved to a place is dishonor towards God. To think that, oh, Sunday is a day whereby I will honor God and every other day I'm on my own is is a high level of dishonor towards God. But honor towards God is knowing within yourself that according to his scriptures and as he has said in his word, he is with me all the time. And so everywhere I'm going, I am carrying the presence of God. I am carrying God's presence with me. And if you carry God's presence with you, what happens is that any situation you are in, you are not quick to seek counsel from man. The first person you seek counsel from is God. Because he says that the Holy Spirit is also going to be your intercessor. He's going to be your comforter. He's going to be your wisdom. He's going to be your advocate. So wherever you go, no matter the situation, honoring God is to ask God in this situation that, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? When I'm at a crossroad, that's not the time to be casting dice or to be spinning bottles <laughs> and asking, okay, if, if, if left, I go left, if right. No, that's the time to go into yourself and see that, okay, within me is the Holy Spirit who gives wisdom. So Holy Spirit, which way should I go? Should I move to the left or I should move to the right? Or should I wait at this point? And if you do that, you realize that you are giving all the honor unto God. Hallelujah. Yes, so I put down five points for how to honor the presence of God. The first one is that know that you carry God's presence. Yeah, To honor the presence of God, the highest way of honoring God's presence is to is to have that knowing that you are carrying the presence of God. Without that knowing that you are carrying the presence of God, you are not honoring God hallelujah but if you have that knowing and that consciousness that i am carrying the presence of god you 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 are letting him know that okay at every time you recognize he is with you and he's around you and he's in you hallelujah yes the second way is to know that god is for you and he's on your side yeah so it's dishonor towards god to think that oh god is against you and god is not for you I mean, you, you think that, oh, maybe I did A, B, C, D, so God, God is angry with me and God is not going to stand out for me. But no, you are dishonoring the presence of God. You are dishonoring the blood of God. You are dishonoring what God has done for you because God wants you to know that he's always on your side. To think that, oh, some people, some people used to say that, oh, I mean, I, I can't go before God's presence because I have done A, B, C, D. No, but you are actually, you think that is being pious towards God. But no, that's actually being dishonorable towards God. Because to be, to honor God is to know that, okay, he's always on my side. He's always interceding for me. He's always fighting for me. He's always with me. And he's always looking out for my good. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the third one is to know that God will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. Some people want to think, or some people are quick to think and believe that, oh, God, God has left them. My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? No, but the truth is that he forsook his son so that he would never forsake you. So don't, don't, don't I mean, no matter the kind of situation you are going in, you are, you'll be dishonoring God if you think that, oh, God has forsaken you or God has left you. No, he's with you in that time when you look in the boat when the when the storms were very very when the storms were raging god was still with them he had not left them he was still in their presence hallelujah and that is the kind of mindset god wants us to have that no matter the storms we are going through god is still with us he is still on our side there's like they always say there's light at the end of the tunnel god wants you to know that even in the tunnel his light is with you over there it's just left with you to see that light and acknowledge that light, Hallelujah. The next point is to know that He's your strength and He's your wisdom. Yeah. Some people, some people are quick to think that oh, we should we should take a, we should take inspiration from people who have done well in life. It's not good to take some. It's not bad to take some nuggets from them, but that shouldn't be your sole source of wisdom. Yeah. Because let's, let's, let's face it, even in our workplace or even in, in our businesses or everything we do day to day, it's not what you learned in class alone that you apply. There are many times whereby you need the wisdom of God. And there are many times to where you need home sense. <laughs> so it's not only about the book sense to make it in life. Hallelujah. But if you, if you gather the book sense and you also add the fact that, okay, God is my wisdom god is my strength you realize that you you make it in life hallelujah it's only the wisdom of god which we use to succeed in life and if you fall on god's wisdom it is honor towards god but if you want to fall on your wisdom and your intellect and what you know you are dishonoring god god wants us to fall on his wisdom all the time hallelujah the final one is that know that his words are the most important words that order your life let's see something from act 5 26 to 29 and then when we are done we'll do daniel chapter 10 verse 12 yeah act 5 yeah point number five to know that his words are the most important words that order your life so act 5 26 to 29 yeah he says then the captain went back went with the officers and brought them back without hurting them because they were afraid of the people wor- of the people worried that they might be stoned so they brought them and presented them before the council that's the sanhedrin on the jewish high court the high priest questioned them saying We gave you strict orders not to continue teaching in this name. And yet, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. And you intend to bring this man's blood on us by accusing us as his murderers. Then Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than men. We have no other choice. Hallelujah. Yes. I mean, you get to some stages in life and people are pressuring you that, you know what? Forget the, the God way is not working. It's long. a dodo. But honoring God means that you honor his words. There are times when you have to be patient. You'll be patient. There are times when you have to do what he says in his word. And that is what you are doing. Let's see Daniel 10, 12 also. Daniel 10 verse 12. It says, Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and on humbling yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to your words. Hallelujah. These are angels who move for your benefit because you decide to honor the word of God. Assuming Daniel had not honored the word of God and he said that, okay, the king says that we should no more pray or we should no more call on the name of the Lord. I don't think anybody would have recognized Daniel because what, what, what would he have been known for? Nothing. But from history till now, he's one of the only people, if not the only person, who has been able to stay in a den with lions and the lions could not do him anything. Yeah. He's one of the only people who could stay in fire. And the people who were taking him into the fire, they rather got burnt, But he was in the fire and nothing happened to him. Simply because he set out within himself that I will honor the words of God in my life. And if you don't honor the words of God in your life, you don't experience some of these exploits in life. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. When the king came and said, that, let's put you in the den. Daniel could have easily said, that. oh, you know what? Me and I said, I'll pray. I won't pray again. I've changed my mind. Save me from this lions. And he, he could have been saved. But he said, you know what? Even if you are taking me into the lions then, I don't care. Because I will rather obey the words of God rather than obey the voice of man. And that is, that is one of the highest ways of honoring God. That in spite of what is going on, in spite of what people are saying, some people say that, oh, you've gone to church all your life every sunday you are found in church what good has it brought to you what what is the advantage of all the church you have gone to we've not we are not seeing the use of it but don't worry a time will come when they would come back and say that oh you know what your your god that you spoke about we are saying that the honor you honored him it's bearing fruit hallelujah there are, some, there are some associations and there are some gatherings that you have to cut yourself from. Because they speak words that fight against you honoring God. Yeah. They, they will tell you things that, oh, I mean, example, pastors, all they like is money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you are, you are spending too much time in church. Yeah. But they are saying that you are spending too much time in church or all the pastors like is money. But you know that, no, this is your way of honoring God. And they want to fight you and we'll have a subtle way of affecting what you think and what, what the way you act. So instead, you, can, you can't be comfortably sitting in such a gathering and think that you, you make any headway in life. If you, have the, if you have the chance to, you have to rebuke that speech there and then and let them know that, fine you don't you don't you do, you don't want to make it to church no problem that's your choice i won't fight you for that but we that we are making it to church allow us to make it to church at the end of our lives we will see whether it was worth it or it was not worth it hallelujah there are some see, there are some gatherings you enter and they are like oh i mean this is the norm over here we do it this way this is how we do it but no you have to stand up and let them know that no this is what the word of god says and so I'm going to respect and I'm going to listen and I'm going to act based on what the word of God says. And by so doing, you are honoring God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I quite remember some t- long l- during the days when I used to do my national service. Yeah. I remember we used to have Tuesday teaching service then and that service was very, very, very powerful. You don't want to miss that service for all the banku in the world. <laughs> yes. I remember, and I mean, this is somebody who I was doing national service and your boss is like, Oh, let's do work on Tuesday evening. And I'm like, no, I have to go to church because this is my, it's past 5. PM. It's almost six. If I leave here beyond 6.30, I'll be late because it is, it is. And this is, I mean, doing service there, Charlie, you want to show favor. You want to show face so that they'll show you favor. Yeah. But I, I couldn't be bothered. I said, no, I'm coming to sit under the feet of the man of God's teaching. Hallelujah. There are some jobs you go for and they are like, you know what? We need you to work on Sundays. It will shock you that if you can stand up during the interview to tell them that, oh, as much as I want this job, Sunday, dear, you can't get me coming to work. You will be shocked the way even your boss will respect you and say that, okay, this guy, he doesn't joke about about the God who he who he worships, but if because of hunger you sit down and you are like, oh, okay, you will manage. <laughs> uh, I'll watch service. Or I'll watch online <laughs> after after church. I'll watch online. So or I'll join in online. You realize that no 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 no. You 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 are you are affecting yourself. Yeah, but if you stand up and let them know that oh, I mean I don't joke with my time with the Lord. I have to honor the lord you realize that even they will respect you and see that okay this guy this guy he's a different he's a different breed hallelujah mm. I, I remember even when i was doing when i was going for my interview for my work i remember they asked me okay so if you if you are to work on sundays would you be able to work i told them points this was seven years ago i told them points blank sunday dear i can't work Somebody will say that, oh, interview Alice, lie to them. No, 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 no. I wasn't in the business of coming to lie to them. Then, then I told them that Sunday, you won't get me because Sunday is a time for honoring God. And that is, that is a way by which you honor God. When you say that, okay, his words are important to me. So what God says over what any man says. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So another sector god wants us to honor is to honor our bodies as vessels of god hallelujah so we are done with on un- with honoring the presence of god we are touching on honoring our bodies as vessels of god hallelujah first let's read first corinthians 6 18 to 19 first corinthians 6 18 to 19 He says, run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Every other sin a man commits is outside the body, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? And that you are not your own property. Yeah, Some people think that, oh, my body is for me. I am the custodian of my own body. Whatever I'll do with my body, you have, God has no right or no silver. It. But no, as a believer, God says that your body is for him. So you can't do to your body whatever you want to do to it. Because you don't own your body. You are dishonoring God by thinking that you own your own body. But God says your body is yours. And one of the ways you can dishonor God by such is, like he said in verse 18, is in different kinds of sexual activities. Hallelujah. There are some people, they think that, oh, it is, it is, it is prideful. But no, it's actually dishonorable to yourself, which is the vessel of God, to be indulged in any kind of sexual activities. Hallelujah. I remember there used to be there used to be a, a term those times. If you, are, if, you, if you give easily, you are known as key soap. <laughs> yes. You, you help a lot. No, but but you are dishonoring your body. You are dishonoring the body God has given you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Second Timothy two, sixteen to seventeen. Ways by which we can dishonor our bodies. So the first one is unwholesome sexual activities. 2 Timothy 2 16 to 17. Want to see the the second way by which we can dishonor our bodies. He says, But avoid all irrelevant. which one is this irreverent babble, yes and godless chatter with its profane empty words for it would lead to further ungodliness and their teaching will spread like gangrene. so it is with hymenus and philetus hallelujah <laughs> yeah some people think that oh my body is mine whatever i listen to is my choice Whatever conversation I am found in is my choice. No. You are the custodian of your body. You are keeping the body for God. And so you can't allow every unwholesome talk to enter into your ears. You have to see what enters into your system. so, You can't allow every every chatter, every conversation you are found in, whether godly or ungodly, so far as they are talking, you are there. Busily arguing with them, busily involving in that. Con- there are some conversations when they start, you see that this conversation to help you just slip away. Oh, I'm going to the washroom and I'll be back before they notice you are never back. By the time you are back, they finish the nonsense conversation. Yeah, you can't allow yourself to be found in every kind of meeting. Yeah, you are dishonoring your body by putting your body in every kind of meeting listening to every kind of song listening to every kind of teaching no it's dishonor towards your body because your body is not yours and in 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 actual sense you are dishonoring god your body is for god you are just keeping your body so you can't allow everything to enter into your body there are some things you have to tell them that you know what you can't i can't allow you to come into my body because my body is for god you, I can't allow you to come into my world because I am for God. Hallelujah. You can't deceive yourself saying that, oh, I mean, there are time for seriousness. This one is on serious. We are, we, are, we are just having fun. Just having a leisure time. Just having fun. So I'll allow. No, 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 no. There's nothing like that in the realms of the spirit. Everything in the spirit is serious business. Yes, there's no joking in the spiritual spiritual realm. If you joke, you'll be joked with. (laughs) Yes. So you have to be serious at all times. Yeah. Some will say that, oh, then that life will be a very boring life. No. That's actually a life which is ordered. It's a life which knows you are serious about what you're about. You 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 are focused in life. Not allowing every kind of thing to come towards your world. There are some conversations, you go there. Immediately you, you have to enter there and they are like, hey, or softenable. And they change topic, no. Yes. If you go there and you are they are still comfortably having that conversation, then you have a problem. You have to check yourself. You have to go into some places and they say that, oh, we can't continue on this conversation. Let's talk about Chelsea Manu. Yes. <laughs> or, or or something else. Yes. Uh, when you see they are talking about it, remind them that, oh, yesterday, they Discord, mind you, three. That's more important. <laughs> that one is, is, a more, is, a more, is a more godly chatter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ch- change, the, change the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, change it. Change it. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. You can't be talking about nonsense when, when I'm over there. No. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the third way by which we can honor our body is to know that we have been made according to the image of God. Hallelujah. Let's see something from 2 Corinthians 10, verse 12 to 17. And then when we are done, we see James 3, 16. Yeah. He says, we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who supply testimonials to commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. We, on the other hand, will not boast beyond our proper limit, but will keep within the limits of our commission, territory, authority, which God has granted to us as a measure, which reaches and includes even you. We are not overstepping the limits of our province, as if we did not legitimately reach out to you, for we were the very first to come even as far as you with the good news of Christ. We would not go beyond our proper limits boasting in the work of other men, but we have the hope that as your faith in Christ and His divine power continues to grow, our field among you may be greatly expanded, but still within the limits of our commission so that we may preach the gospel even in the lands beyond you, but not to boast in work already accomplished in, another ma- in another's field of activity. Hallelujah. However, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dishonorable to think that, oh, as a human being, you are lacking in some area or somebody is much better than you. That is, that is, you are comparing yourself to another person. Comparing yourself to another situation. And the enemy is doing a very good job at at that of late. Letting people think that, oh, God has not created you in his own image. When God was creating you, there was something that was left in you. When he gave some people Fanta body, he gave you a a Coca-Cola body. So, use use other means to move from Coke to Fanta. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you realize that you will never be at rest. Because by the time you move from Coke to Fanta, you realize that, okay, we can even graduate to Michael Jackson. (laughs) Hallelujah. And by the time you get there, you realize that, oh, even the Coke was better. So let's go back to Coke. But it's too late. You can't go back. You get it. But God doesn't want us to be comparing ourselves with others. It's dishonorable to think that oh, there's something lacking in you. You are you are short of something, because God says I have made you in my own image. So God knows that okay, the way you have he he has made you or the way you have been made is the perfect way, is the excellent way. There's nothing else left of you. Yeah, some people think that oh, because they are short, they can't achieve anything great. Eh. But Mercy has achieved a lot with his height. <laughs> if you are tall too like Cyril, you achieve a lot. So whether you are tall like Cyril or Haland, or you are short like Messi, you can still achieve a lot. Don't dishonor yourself by thinking that, oh, I am I've not reached there. You are dishonoring what who God has made. You are telling God that, oh, you can't use me as as I am. There's a lot more that needs to be added on to me. No. God has made you in his excellent image. Let's see. James James 3.16 For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there is disorder, unrest, rebellion, and every evil thing, and morally degrading practice. Yeah. When you you have not come to realize that, oh, I am made in the image of God. You end up being jealous of other people, being selfish of other people, converting other people because you think that they have something or they have a, a, a particular feature which you don't have. But God has made you in his own image. However, he has made you use it for his glory and know that you have been made in his image. And so have that mindset that, okay, I am made in the perfected way of God. There's nothing lacking in me. There's nothing short of me. Everything I need, God has given me. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that is it with honoring your body as a vessel of God. So we'll touch on the last area God wants us to honor. And then, like I said, we'll continue next week. So the last area God wants us to honor is your marriage. Yeah. God wants us to honor our marriages at all times. There's, there's a statement which Bishop Dag made some time ago. He says that apart from salvation, the most important decision you take in life is your marriage. And I think I, I, I agree n- not I think I agree with him. Uh, let's see, Hebrews 13, 4 to 5. Hebrews 13, 4 to 5. Yeah. Marriage is to be held in honor among all. You see, this one put it. He used the word straightforward. Marriage is to be held in honor. You can't, you can't see marriage as a, as a mere thing. You can't see it as, oh, something, a passage in life. No. <laughs> it's not one of the passages of life. No. It is, it is an honorable thing instituted by God. It's to be held in honor among all. That is regarded as something of great value. And the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Let your character, <laughs> your moral essence, your inner nature be free from the love of money. <laughs> okay, you let's, let's end on verse 4. <laughs> let's end on verse 4 hallelujah we are talking about marriage (laughs) yes yeah so god wants us to honor marriage you can you cannot think that oh it is just a mere thing not at all you have to one of the ways by which you can honor marriage is to use godly principles in marriage yeah you cannot use the principles of man in marriage and think that oh I mean, I went, I went to a certain school and so it is not the duty of women to submit. When they went to the Beijing conference, they said that you and I are one. So we are of the same value. No, 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 no. That's not, that, that, is, that is dishonoring marriage. You honor marriage by using godly principles in marriage. If God says that it is the role of, of the lady to submit, that is it. The order doesn't change. Whether in Beijing or in Tokyo. The order remains the same. Hallelujah. If God says it is the rule of the man to love the wife, that is, the, that is, that is God's order. Hallelujah. Whether the wife is messing up or not, that is the order of God. Whether the a husband is worthy of respect or not, that is the, honor, the order of God. And you have to honor God by honoring your marriage. And by honoring your marriage, you use godly principles in marriage. Hallelujah. Anything that is not built on godly principles is bound to fail. Yeah. If you try to live in marriage or if you try to have a marriage which is free from godly principles and you want to use, like Pastor said, if you want to marry the way your mother or your father married, (laughs) no, you, you fail. You have to marry the way God has shown marriage to be. And that is a way of honoring God. Hallelujah hallelujah okay so we'll bring our message to an end for today